This is the Find Your Focus podcast with Goals Classroom. We chat with inspiring and creative entrepreneurs to encourage, empower, and equip you to take the next steps in your photography business. We want you to leave each episode with actionable steps so that you can gain confidence, book your calendar, and earn more income with your passion. So grab some coffee or your drink of choice and let's get to it. I'm Logan Faye and the host of the Find Your Focus podcast. Before we dive into the intro for today's episode, I want to tell you guys about a five-day mini session challenge that we are going to be hosting in a few weeks. The week of February 15th, we will be doing short five to 10 minute episodes every day for five days. By the end of the challenge, you will have your mini sessions planned out for the entire year. We have a special Facebook group for you to join for the challenge, and you can go ahead and access that now at cc.colesclassroom.com backslash challenge. So today I am talking to Shalanda Chaddock. Shalanda is a family photographer in Houston, Texas, who creates the most magical photos. She recently made the switch from her Canon DSLR to a Sony mirrorless, and she is here to talk to us all about the switch. Something that I really love about this interview is that Shalanda gives it to us straight and answers all of the questions that you might have about making the switch from DSLR to mirrorless. Even if you are in love with your DSLR, it's always good to know what other options are out there and what features you might be missing out on. You might remember Shalanda from episode 18, where she talked about family session prompts to get genuine smiles. Let's dive into this interview with Shalanda. Shalanda, thank you so much for joining me today. Hey, yeah, no problem. So because you've been on here before, we're going to skip the famous first question and jump right into talking about DSLR versus mirrorless. So to start, can you tell us a little bit about the gear that you normally shoot with? Right. Okay. So when I first started in photography, 13, 14 years ago, I started with a good old Canon XTI, like the most basic Canon that was on the market at that time and a 50 millimeter. And that's what I kind of learned on. And then as I progressed through my business and my journey in photography, I have stayed with Canon. That's just always what I've what I've shot with. All Canon lenses, all Canon bodies, camera bodies, like the whole shebang. I've never touched anything else other than Canon. And funny, the reason that I even originally tried Canon in the first place was because my father-in-law had a Canon. And so we just, I just tried that one and I actually have kind of small hands. So when I went and like looked at the different DSLR camera bodies a million years ago, that was just the, the body that felt like best in my hand. So I really didn't even choose it for any reason other than that. Like there's no like technical, like amazing epiphany that I had. I just chose it because it felt best in my hand, but I've stuck with Canon the whole way I've shot. So now, right now I currently shoot with two cameras. I shoot with a Canon 5D Mark III and a Canon 5D Mark IV and Canon L series lenses. So like an 85 on one, I always have the 85 or the 135 on one. And then depending on what I'm shooting, like if I'm shooting on the beach, I'll have the 24 to 70 on the other one or my 50 a lot of times on the other one. The only time I use the 35 is when I shoot underwater. I don't love the 35. I know that's like not a common, (laughs) (laughs) that's not a good thing to say because everyone seems to love the 35, but I only use the 35 underwater. And that's because 
I had my housing made for that, for that lens. Cause I said, if something happens and it drowns and I lose that lens, it's not going to affect my business really. So yeah. So a 5d Mark three and a Mark four and various Canon. So you made the switch to mirrorless, which I've been following kind of your story on Instagram, which seems to be a huge hit. (laughs) Tell us a little bit about why you decided to make that switch to mirrorless. So I've been watching the DSLR market for several years now. And I knew that the shift to mirrorless, I mean, we all have seen it coming. It's just, I think in our industry, or at least me, I'm, I'm allergic to change period. Like I'm allergic to change. I hate it. I don't like it. So I think, um, <clears throat> I felt like it was, I had a lot of time. Like I could just watch this go down and see everybody else do this. And then DSLR was just going to always be there. But what I started to notice over the last year and a half, two years was that Canon was not making, and even Nikon were not making a lot of bodies and lenses in the DSLR side of the market. They were starting to try to play in the mirrorless market and compete against Sony and somebody and Fuji and some other brands. So I started to really kind of like, I really had to think like, okay, it, do we have time to wait? Is this going to happen sooner than we think? And I kind of came to the conclusion that it was happening and I was going to have to figure out how to change at some point. So for me, I was like, well, it's time for me to upgrade my body anyways. And there wasn't anything, Canon hasn't put anything new out. And I knew that nothing new was coming as far for the DSLR market, because I've been watching that for a while. So I was like, okay, I'm going to have to make the switch. So that's why I decided to jump and make the switch now, because at some point we're all going to have to make, I kind of, and now everything I'm going to say is completely my opinion. I'm not paid by any company. I'm not, and I'm certainly not like a mirrorless or even a DSLR like guru. I just know what I've done in my journey, but I feel like I have to say that every time someone starts asking me about mirrorless, because I feel very like, new to this myself, but I think that's probably why the Instagram stories about mirrorless switch has been such a big deal because people can see that like exactly how I'm going through this journey so that you can see what's probably going to happen to you (laughs) or maybe not because maybe you're like way more advanced and then it'll be easy for you. But I'm like showing everyone the hardest of hard ways to switch. But I knew that, that, that it was gonna mirrorless was kind of coming. It's the way of the future, I guess, if you will. It's kind of, I think I equate it to the shift between film to DSLR. There were probably a lot of film photographers that had been in the industry for a long time and they maybe were hesitant or they just didn't think it was going to stick. And then it did. And then they had to change eventually. So I assume that that's probably what's going to happen here. So that's why I was like, okay, we're going to do this. (laughs) Yeah. I love that you say you're allergic to change because I am the same way. Like when we go, even when we like go out to eat somewhere, I ordered the same exact thing. My husband's like, why don't you try something new? I'm like, no, I know I like this. I know it works. I know that I'll be happy. Why do you want to change? Cause then you have to go back to that restaurant tomorrow. If you don't like what you got and get what yes. you normally get. Why? Why would you change? Change is hard. <laughs> change is very hard. But I imagine with this change, there are probably some, you know, benefits to it. So what are some of the biggest differences that you've noticed from switching from a DSLR camera compared to mirrorless? 
So, well, I guess I don't let me forget your question. Cause you know, <laughs> from the first time I'm going to forget it. Cause I'm going to go off on a tangent, but I think this is a great time to say this. So for me personally, I had to change, like it was time for me to upgrade my gear anyways, but also what I chose to change to is not necessarily going to be the answer for everyone. There's so many, that's a great thing about photography, right? We have so many different options and brands and they're all really good. So what I chose to change to was because of where I saw a deficit in the gear that I had. So I always say, look at your gear, look at the problems that you're having or the issues that you're having or things that you're not happy with, and then go to whatever gear is going to fix those problems for you. Okay. So my issue, so this is where I was going with this is my problem with my current gear was I was having a lot of focus issues. I have for a long time. I get my gear serviced every year. I am a, I was a part of Canon CPS. So I sent my gear in all the time for cleanings and just tune-ups and check-ins and all that jazz. So, but every time, and I was just getting to the point where I was just constantly buying new lenses rather than even sending them in and getting them fixed anymore, because it didn't seem to help to get them fixed or buying new bodies or whatever. And it was just like, okay, I was having some serious focus issues. I've been having them for a long time. I blamed them on myself for a really long time, but I was like, okay, I kind of think I know what I'm doing after 14 years. And so that was why I changed to mirrorless. I see a huge difference in the brands, right? So, so this is, and maybe it's not necessarily the brands. Maybe it's also just the change between mirrorless and DSLR, but the clarity, the um, eye detect in the gear that I chose to go with is phenomenal um, compared to what I was having with my old gear. So the clarity is definitely a huge difference that you'll see. Like I always say, I whenever people ask me these questions, I try to send them like, okay, here's a picture of my daughter with my Canon. Here's a picture with the Sony. And obviously, it's not the same picture. I'm not taking this. But, I, but the point that I make is that in a lot of my Canon gear, you really wouldn't notice that she has a lot of freckles. You'll notice she has freckles. We might not notice she has a lot of freckles, but with the Sony, it's like, hello. Like you really see all the freckles that she has. So the clarity was a huge difference, which I noticed right away because of the fact that whenever I'm shooting at certain locations and whatnot in the past, I would never have to worry about like flyaways, but these images are so sharp that now I'm like, Oh, I'm having oh, to edit no. out flyaways. I never had to do that before. So, I mean, you know, there's good and bad, but that was my biggest issue. And so this changing to this particular Sony mirrorless setup has definitely changed that. I mean, it's definitely a lot, a lot more clear. So that's the biggest difference for me. Personally. That's exciting. I actually have my camera, a camera body and a lens sent in right now because they are not focusing correctly. So everything that you just said, I'm like, hmm, maybe, maybe I need to make this switch. Well, you know, I, mean, I think that's going to be the case with any gear, right? Like gear gets old, it gets used. We, 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 I mean, I know I definitely shoot a ton of clients. I know you do too. We're shooting our gear. We're shooting its heart out, man. Like we're shooting it. So I think that's going to happen with anything. And I would expect that that would happen with this as it gets older as well. But even so, like, when my Canon was at its best, it, the clarity was not, was not even close to this, but again, it could be just a mirrorless difference. You know, the other biggest difference was size and weight of the camera. I know that's like supposedly the huge advantage, right? I never like looked at changing to mirrorless. and was like, I want a lighter setup. 
I never looked at it like that. I, that was not even in my top five reasons for changing. But now I'm noticing that that, that actually is a, is a pretty good advantage because if, if you've been doing this forever, you know your back hurts from either carrying your bag with all your stuff in it or from carrying your camera around your shoulder or you know my hand hurt, my wrist hurts all the time because I shoot with a 24 to 70 or a 135 and this big bulky body. Like my wrist is hurting all the time, but I never really like, really like thought, I just thought that was just part of the job, right? Um, I can see how the light body and the smaller body will be an advantage to those things. I'm getting old, girl. My old body <laughs> can't all? handle these things. <laughs> oh, gosh. So I know you <laughs> talked about the lenses that you like to shoot with. Have you kept those lenses and bought an adapter? And if so, how well does that work? So you can do that. I'm pretty sure that... Nikon has an adapter that works. I think, I don't know. I don't shoot Nikon. I only shoot Canon. I know that Canon does. So I did buy an adapter right off the bat when I got the body. And I also bought um, an 85 lens right off the bat because I knew that that was going to be my go-to lens anyway. So I didn't want to shoot through an adapter to do that because I feel like anytime you're shooting through another piece of equipment, you're going to have you're going to give yourself more room for error, whether that's taking away the clarity or making it slower or whatever. So I didn't want to shoot all of my lenses with an adapter. Now I can, there's several different adapters that you can choose from that will work with certain lenses and whatnot. But so what I ended up doing was I bought, so Sigma art came out with a whole line of, or they're coming out slowly with a whole line of lenses for Sony cameras. So it's like a, it's a certain type, like it, like they have e-mount lenses that have all their Sigma art lenses that have an adapter, basically the adapter basically built on. And then they have this new line, this DNDG line, DGDN, whatever. I always mix up the alphabet, but um, they have this whole line that they've been slowly releasing and they released the 85 about the time that I got this camera. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get that right away. So I got that right away. I also had my 85 with an adapter and then I actually had talked to a Sony rep and they sent me an 85 Sony uh, G master to try. So, um, I mean, yeah, was it an 85 G master? Yeah, Yeah. So they sent me that to try. So I tried all three of those different combinations of 85 to figure out what was the best one for me and the way that I shoot. So I ended up going with the Sigma art, but there are so many different options that you have once you switch over. You don't necessarily have to rebuy all lenses, all of your lenses. But honestly, I've looked at this as kind of a perk because I have a ton of lenses because I've done this for so long that I have invested in all these lenses over time. And I've finally, like, I, I feel like I don't need all of that. So it's kind of been a good thing because it's really made me think like, okay, what do I really need and what do I really use? what do I need to replace? You know what I mean? So I'm not a huge fan of shooting through the adapter. You can do that. You can certainly start that way if that's just at least to get you going with multiple lenses, but I just wasn't a huge fan of it. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And anytime, like you said, you're adding something else to shoot through, it's going to be, you know, more just room for air. So I totally, totally understand that. So We've talked about a lot of stuff so far with the change to mirrorless. How hard is the transition 
from DSLR to mirrorless? So I would certainly not recommend doing it during the middle of busy season like I did. That was probably the worst decision ever because then I got that lens and didn't touch it for 30 days. So then I was like, well, you can't return it now. So you're sticking with it. So it's been a tough transition for me, but that's because I'm switching back and forth. I think if someone were to just go all in, like I have had several friends that have changed after me and they've kind of gone with the same setup that I have and whatnot. And they, but they've gone all in because maybe their Canon just completely died. So they didn't have a choice. I feel like they're farther ahead in the process because they just went all in because I would still shoot clients on the weekends and only shoot this. I still have only shot one client with this, with the Sony. So I would only shoot my girls with the Sony when I could be slower and more intentional because the buttons are completely different. The menus are completely different. I mean, it's it's all a very big shock. If you've been shooting with the same body, same brand for a very long time, like I have, it's a huge shock to your system because nothing is in the same place. I did set up my buttons in a way that mimicked the Canon as close as possible, but um, it was a huge, it was, it's definitely a huge transition. There's, um, there are a lot of differences that you have to work through that aren't just like the physical differences of like the buttons and the menus, but it's doable. If you just do it, if you just jump, unlike me, who's like tiptoeing in, I think you, I will say when I've shot with the Sony, when I shoot my kids, it only takes like a good 10, 15 minutes. And then I'm like, okay, then my fingers just know where to go again. So just, if you just go for it, you'll be fine. I'm just... (laughs) Allergic, allergic don't do it during busy season Quit now. <laughs> so talking okay. about the differences how does the color from the sony mirrorless compare to the canon color okay so this is a huge difference right and now now like okay i will say this don't let me forget your question i will say this i've been following a lot of boards a lot of people changing from to various different mirrorless, not just Sony from Canon. I've watched a lot of people change to Canon mirrorless. So that the Canon mirrorless was out um, or I want, I knew it was coming and I still chose Sony. Cause that's, a, I, I get that question a lot is why didn't you just do Canon? There were a lot of reasons why I personally didn't, that doesn't mean anything. I, that doesn't mean anything. I just feel like I have to say that every time. Cause I feel like it's like, people are like offended by me <laughs> changing. <laughs> <laughs> there, this is just why I chose, you know, I just chose Sony for my personal reasons, but anyways, the color, I don't know that I necessarily believe that the color differences are a Sony Canon thing. I feel because I've been following the boards, I've been reading a lot of people. I've been looking at a lot of people's showing, showing their Canon color, their R5 and R6 color and saying they're having issues with the color and, and da, 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 with that as well. I almost feel now this may not be true. Again, I just am telling you what I think, nothing more than what I think. I almost feel like the color difference is not necessarily a Canon Sony thing. It's maybe a DSLR mirrorless thing because I just, I'm seeing a lot of the same conversations in the Sony boards and in the Canon boards. Does Does that make sense? So the color is a huge difference. I will say I shifted my color in camera in my Canon, my Mark IV, because I don't know, what do you have? What do you I shoot with a 60 Mark II. Okay. So, oh yeah. That's nice color too. So when I shot, when I transitioned from the three to the four, the color difference in the four was like a huge, it was also 
it was very green compared to what I had been shooting for years. So I shifted my color in, in my camera to more of like a magenta in the grid to like more on the magenta side. I did the same thing to the Sony and I'm getting closer as far as my edits. I will say the presets that you use that I did, I tested them. I the people that tested them, I had Sony people, I had Canon people, I had Nikon, I had everybody testing them. And the Sony people's straight out of cameras and the results that I was getting were the reason that I switched, like another reason that I switched to Sony. Cause I was like, okay, hello, my own presets are blowing my mind on this <laughs> Sony. I don't feel I had, I did end up taking like my favorite one and tweaking it quite a bit to make, it's almost a completely different preset now to work with my Sony images, but I think I'm getting close. I mean, I I don't think most people, I mean, I I don't know. You said you looked at some of the questions. I tried to show a lot of straight out of cameras and the like edited results. And I feel like I'm getting closer in the color. I don't think I'm ever going to get that creamy, like Canon, I think has a very creamy skin tone. Like, I feel like the tones that come out of it are really creamy, but I don't know if that's just because maybe it's not so sharp. And so that's why it feels that way. The, the true test will be whenever I shoot at the beach in the spring, that will be my true test to see, okay, can I really nail these colors and really mimic them? But I've been, I, I tried to shoot with my Canon and with my Sony recently, my girls, so that I could see how I could get that color as close as I can. So I'm getting there. I'm getting there. So it can be done. I don't think it's ever going to be spot on perfect and the same, but I think it's yeah. good enough. Yeah. It's good enough that I don't feel like you would look at my stuff and be like, that's a totally different photographer shooting. I was going to ask you about that because when I am scrolling Instagram and if one of your photos pops up in my feed, I immediately know it is your photo without even seeing your name. Like you're, you just have a very distinct style. Obviously I love it because I use your presets, (laughs) but I, that's good to know that like you can kind of get it close. Obviously it's going to be a little bit different with the switch, but that's, that's good to know that you can at least get it close to what you, what your style was before. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think it looks like a completely different photographer, but yeah. So is there anything that our listeners should consider before making the switch? I mean, I think that the biggest thing to consider is to do it during a time that you're willing to jump in. Like, I think that was my biggest mistake. And I don't think I would have had such a hard time if I hadn't done that. So I think doing it like if I, like now is when I should have been switching when I'm done with clients, I don't have clients again until, until February. So like, I think now would have been a great time for me to switch. I didn't listen to myself and do that. So listen to me and do it during busy season. (laughs) Don't do it during busy season. Don't do it when you're shooting like crazy. Do it when you have the time to just sit down and learn the button because muscle memory is no joke for us. Like muscle memory is, I mean, it doesn't even seem like, like I remember when I first started and someone's, I used to always ask this photographer that I followed. I was like, not followed because we didn't have Instagram back then. We had like Flickr and stuff like that. But I remember asking her, I was like, how do you know, like what to do? Like your hands just move so fast. How do you know how to, how to change everything so fast? And she was like, you'll just, eventually you'll just get it. And I was like, you are a crazy girl. I'm never going to know how to do that that fast. And now you're probably the same way. You don't even have to walk outside and look at your camp. Like I could know looking outside right now, what my settings probably need to be and go outside and be like, blah, 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 and do them. 
So I think muscle memory is no joke. So give yourself grace and know that muscle, it's going to take a little bit of time for your fingers to catch up to your brain. Your brain might know what to do now, but your fingers might not yet. So give them a little bit of time to figure it out. Don't do it during busy season. (laughs) I cannot imagine attempting to do that during busy season. You, wow. (laughs) Well, I didn't even do it. Look, I wasn't even successful. So there you go. Just wait for the sale. I could have just gotten everything on sale at Black Friday and it would have been great. But no, I had to just go and do it before (laughs) busy season, which was crazy. But it'll be fine. I'm going to, and I'll completely transition over now. I have a size 50 that I'm borrowing to play with because I'm just trying to decide what I want my next lens to be to go into my clients, you know, shooting clients again, like with the right setup and be ready to go. So since I shoot now with two camera bodies, it's, that's kind of been like my biggest thing is, well, I need another camera body so that I'm like, you know, as fast. But I also think that my husband's like, well, you gotta prompt, you gotta use this one with clients before we go and get another (laughs) camera body. So, you know. It is what it is. He's kind of yeah, right. Yeah, I know. Don't you hate when they're right? <laughs> I know. Uh, Dang it. <laughs> so if our <laughs> listeners want to follow you on Instagram or Facebook and also follow, you have so many resources on Instagram about switching, making the switch to mirrorless and picture comparisons, all of that. Where can we find you? So um, everything's chubby cheek photography. My website, chubbycheekphotography.com, Instagram, just backslash chubbycheekphotography. I don't post a lot on Facebook anymore, unfortunately, because I am I can only handle one social media platform apparently these days. But yeah, I have all of the change, all of like the Sony switchover. I have a whole set of highlights with all the Q&As that everyone's asked. And then um, I have several IGTVs that I did where I showed like the comparisons between the and all the different lenses that I was shoot, trying, like the 85s. So I have some IGTVs with that. And then right before the break, I had that Sony rep come on and he did a Q&A with all of us. So all of those things are saved on my Instagram page. So you can watch them whenever you want. They're a little bit long though. <laughs> That's okay. They're very <laughs> informative, which is good. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me today. I know the switch from DSLR to mirrorless is something that a lot of people have questions about. So I'm sure our listeners will absolutely love hearing all of this information. You're so amazing. All right, lady. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Find Your Focus podcast with Cole's Classroom. I hope that you got some great takeaways from this episode that you can apply to your business. Make sure to visit colesclassroom.com backslash podcast for the show notes and any links that we talked about during this episode. If you like this episode, head over to iTunes and tap that five-star button and leave us a review.